So, um, I think you should go uh, back into that uh, fan favorite segment. Um, <laughs> my uh, beautiful love life. Um, while going into that, I just want to mention something. <clears throat> so, on Instagram, I said a few months back ago, enough with the big booties. Small booties matter. Right? <laughs> um, because I really went on a run though of a lot of fat asses, like redonkulous. Like I really did well for myself. It was it was booty heaven. And then I started to realize that everyone with big booties were causing me problems. Or I weren't having anything productive. Mm-hmm. So um I was like in the in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm gonna get myself some a slim ting. A slimmers, a market yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then um, just in a, I'm not going to say pinpoint what day because, you know, certain people might be listening and they could track back to who this person is. But, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I got myself a marketing, did a ting, go mark. And can I just say, market means skinny, by the way. Um, I, like, I never understood the fascination with a, with a slender woman. I never understood it. Like, certain men swear by you. Like, you know how men swear by um, women with big booties or whatever? They That's what they want. I never understood. I was like, yeah, but there's no cushion for the pushing, you know, and all of that stuff. But I think I understand. Bro, now this is going to get graphic, guys. Yeah, I was so intrigued. <laughs> so, you know, doing what I was doing. But I was so intrigued how her booty hole was so close to her vagina. I was just like, is this wizardry? Oh my, oh my God. God. Yo. This is magic. I've never seen this before. All of the views expressed by John are not I'm just fully saying, shared necessarily This was interesting to me. It was like, <laughs> bum hole, pussy, right next to each other, like within, like a, like an inch. <laughs> I was like, this is magic. <laughs> Oh, I could tickle one and tickle the other. No problem. <laughs> Don't have to stretch out the fingers to do that. Uh, <laughs> shout out to that person. I was really, I was impressed. <laughs> so I say that to say this. I'm open to the new market of skinny Boy. women. Uh, I'm open to the new open? market. <laughs> I'm open. I'm open oh, to it. God. I am not just a big booty thing no more. I am open to all women. As long as the booty hole's close. Mate! I really need to know. Fellas, fellas, chime in on this. I don't know if girls can actually would know this unless you're a lesbian. But it's guys who like skin girls, can you can you tell me? Was this this particular girl or was this like a slim girl thing? Let me know. Because this is like fascinating. Really, really fascinating. Okay. That's not the answer I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting for you to be like, well, you know what? I like being a, maybe it's like, it's easier for me to pick a girl up and I enjoy blah, blah, blah. But for you to... <laughs> That's the whole guy. I can pick up big bitches. Sorry, not bitches, big women. Um, but no, no, it's literally, no, it's fun fact. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> my... Uh, Pitiful love life. So last um, episode, I gave a few um, things, uh, points of that I wanted to pick back up on. Yes, you did. So, yeah, lighting for wifey. Um, this is a bit of a touchy one, you know. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. So, um, so as I said, uh, you know, we broke up with my girlfriend, and then. Um, uh, uh, a girl that I used to do a thing with back in the day, mm-hmm. she comes back on the scene. We we never cracked on back in the day because she said that she thought I was a hoe. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Which was I was confused. I'm not a hoe, and this this assumption of John being a hoe needs to stop. We need to dead that. I'm not a hoe. I'm appreciate. I'm an appreciator of women. It's a difference, bro. That can be put together it's in the same box it's a, it's a, from it's a woman's different. perspective. It? it can, but it's not. Okay? So, anyway. And then she got a boyfriend. Just to touch on that, by the way, mm. I don't think we can speak on this after. I think there's a difference between being selective and being prolific. Just because you might be prolific oh. doesn't mean you aren't still You know when selective. you say, you know when people say stuff, 
I didn't even fully understand what you said, but it gave me shivers. And you know, that was, that was so you touched my soul right there with what you said, bro. I'm a process that later. Um, but yeah. Um, so anyway. She got a boyfriend. She had a boyfriend and then she broke up with that guy and then we started speaking again. And then, I don't know, she did some dumb shit. And then um, uh, we stopped speaking. She had another boyfriend, blah, blah. Anyway, so we started speaking. And then we started doing the thing. Mm-hmm. But I just broke up with my girl and all of that. So I weren't really ready to commit. Now this person, I deem her as a really nice, like really cool, safe individual. Mm-hmm. It's wifey material. It's okay. wifey material. And every time I bring it out, all I kept hearing, especially, I know this is this is superficial, but everyone was like, yo, this girl is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Be- that's all I kept saying, beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, but I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. doesn't really matter. Um, I'm still, you know, going for my grieving process, whatever. Yeah. Now, she, bro, she, like, she did something that pissed me off. I expressed it to her. We spoke about it. We got over it. Mm-hmm. She then did something again, but it was minor. But basically, I'm saying this, we had like clear lines of communication between us. Yeah. I then do something to piss her off. And I'll tell her what, what I did. We were open, like, with... She was seeing dudes. I'm out here in these streets. We'll talk about this. I made the faux pas, yeah, mm-hmm. of going, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to tell her about the girls I'm doing a thing with, right? Mm. Stupid, stupid, right? Okay. So there was a, this other, this this other uh, beautiful uh, black lady who's a doorman. Shout out to Holly, let's say her name, it's cool. Um, and she, I, w- I thought I was there, right? Mm-hmm. And they look similar in appearance, very similar. Mm. Massive, big, curly hair, same, mm, near enough same skin complexion Ooh. and the attitude spot on the money, right? Ooh. So I was like, yo, I met a girl and um, she reminds me of you. Ooh. I, that like, was a bigger done. Part. I was done. I was done out here. That's not even a phone but That's a cardinal <laughs> sin, bruv. She didn't like that, but you know what? We spoke about it mm-hmm. and we got over it. Remember, she did some stuff to piss me off too. Yeah, but as long as it- I shout ratings to you for not actually disclosing what that is, because mm-hmm. I can imagine that was something that mm-hmm. would, if anyone else heard it, we'd be like, ah, oh, fair enough. Exactly. So um, I say all those stuff to come to this point. We spoke to each other like near enough every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I mean. I need to explain, this girl was on it, on it. Is mm-hmm. in being my friend and this funky situation we had. I'm not saying that she wanted to be my girlfriend per se, okay. but she was in whatever this situation was. Bro, she had some family stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. She's always had family stuff going on. People like her, her mum was in hospital, her dad, you know, not feeling too great. Mm-hmm. One, so let's just say this started from mid-July, mm-hmm. yeah? And then we were cool up until mid-September. Bro, one day, she just stopped calling, man. No. What, this girl used to call me all the day, me- message me every single day. And then I know that... So before this, we got into an argument over something. Yeah. I'm not going to say who was wrong or right because I believe that there's both on both sides. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we spoke through... It's just like any friendship. You speak through the shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then her parents... So yeah, we had like a week of not talking to each other. Okay. And then stuff happened with her parents. and So you know what? She's like, John, I'm sorry if I'm ignoring you. This is like now beginning of October. So if I'm like Mm -hmm. ignoring you... Because I'm calling her now with no her calling me. And then she's like, just stuff's going on. So I'm giving her space, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know from mid-September, yeah? Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be early. I got my dates wrong. This girl has not picked up the phone to call me to this day. 
I have messaged her periodically. Mm-hmm. But to this day, and now the parent thing's not an issue. Mm-hmm. No, it's always going to be an issue, but it's not as a, a severe issue as before. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, Bredgens are doing this. This girl's fully having her life now. Mm-hmm. I just got control alt deleted, bro. It, that one really got me, bro. It really got me because I'm like, where is the loyalty? This is not even like I'm, it's not got nothing to do, listeners, I want you to understand, it's got nothing to do with boyfriend and girlfriend. This is more of even a friendship thing, even for me. Some type Going, of closure. Like, like, how can you even do that? Like, if I share, if I bring you into my heart and I share stuff with you and we become close, mm-hmm. you can't, not, we're right or die. Until if we have a big blowout argument and we need a timeout, that's fair enough. At least we both know that we're on the timeout. Mm-hmm. But you can't just put me on the timeout and then when I mention it, mm-hmm. you then get all defensive and mm-hmm. act like, no, that's not a, no, no, why are you being like that? Blah, blah. You're always, oh, you know, I get this all the time, John, you're over, you're always overthinking things. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm overthinking things, I'm just a higher thinker than you. So I can mm. see what's going. I know That's a quote. I can see what's going to happen ten steps ahead of the down the line. This is a fact. This is just my special gift to the world. Yeah, right. I can see what's going to happen ten steps down the line. And I'll this this particular person say, John, you're overthinking the situation. Blah blah blah. But if I speak to you every day, and you call me every day, and then from September to this day, you have not picked up the phone to call me. Am I going mad? No. I think not. Because you know what it is, right? It's a great conversation about the relationship dynamic. Mm -hmm. Whenever the dynamic changes, always see that as alarm bells ringing. Mm. Alarm bells should be ringing in your head. And it's not about uh, frequency. It's about the pattern. So I'm 100% with you. If we've got a relationship when it was always me calling you Mm -hmm. and you never called me, then that's one thing. But if it's a case where you was making a point to call me and now the shift, like the, like the dynamic shifted, it's a question mark. Mm-hmm. My question to you, or my first question is, what do you feel like she wanted? Do you feel like she wanted a relationship? No, not point? even. It was con- it, We were just in a confused state, right? So I don't even want to put the relationship on her. I liked her as a friend. She liked me as a friend. Or so I think. Now I don't even know anything. I have to question all of these things. But I know that we liked each other as friends. And we liked each other as... We're we're both super freaky as well. Remember, Um, on this question, this is not about we. mm -hmm. Her. I know know that I was potentially complicated for where she was right now. But but I I know what you're thinking... Oh yeah, I've been through this before because you're the complication in my life right now that I want to be single and wild and out, whatever, but I like this guy and his husband's material. The best thing to do is cut that person out. Now, this is not one of them situations. This is not one of them situations. But, uh, prime example, I'm just going to, and I'm going to cut this this segment off. We were doing things. We are banging whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm just off men. Right mm. now, this was during this period because of her parents and stuff. Mum's in hospital. You know, I, I respect that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no more phone sex, whatever. I was pissed. Yeah, she was freak. Um, but I know, I know for a fact, I know that between now and then, between that September and now, you bang the next dude. Mm. So now I'm not trying to hear that. Now I'm not trying. Your your pum pum. Your pussy better be shut for bit. If you tell me, yeah, that you can't think about man, your pum pum better be shut for business. I better be the first dude, yeah. When you're when you're really ready to reopen that shop, I better be the first dude back in that shop. Okay, it's so funny because, and the reason I ask is that because I want to get a clear answer on what you because obviously what she could want. Because before I even get back to what you want, because what she could want can shift. So. 
would I would I be right in saying there was a time when she just wanted to be in a relationship with just you? No, no, no. There was oh. never that time. But I know if I did certain things, I could potentially shifted it into maybe a boyfriend girlfriend thing. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that's something she would have wanted off rip, or something that she could have been persuaded by? If you did, those I think things? she could have maybe been persuaded by. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and the bigger point I want to mention, because the reason I asked is because there's so many possibilities. It's almost like you can do yourself over just trying yeah. to think of them. So it could be like, you know what? She wants something where there's not too much of an emotional connection. She just wants to beat, which is why she's not necessarily contacting you. It could be that deep down with all of what's happening in her family life, she really wants maybe someone to settle, she thinks would settle down with mm. right now. And as a result, it's not necessary. I remember Kim mentioned this and it kind of like really struck a note with me when she was with, I think it was her baby's father at the time. And then she met one dude who basically, I think that was her current boyfriend at the time. I don't know if they're still together. Shout out to you, Kim, by the way. And she mentioned how this guy basically made her forget about the baby father. Mm -hmm. And I was paying attention to a lot of my own experiences back then in the past and also in the future afterwards. And I do think there's a concept of you can meet somebody who would make you forget about other people you were speaking to. Yeah. Which is a painful <laughs> part of the game but still part of the game. I've had girl, I've had a girl last year who I was convinced was going to be the mother of my children, my wife. Went ghost. Went ghost. Like, like, go and you know the ones where I'm at a level where things shouldn't really, things don't really happen that I didn't at least see coming. And it goes back to just that part of the game of, how do you deal with situations that were completely different to how you thought it was? So the thing, is, the thing is, we as men, we can feel like this is not going to last forever. We might know that. But sometimes the way it ends throws us the fuck off. Bro, real talk. And look... If, it, if we're just having sex, that's one thing. It's a part of the game. But as I, I mentioned this at the beginning, loyalty. If I'm giving you my friendship and I trust you with information, yeah, I'm giving you, I'm now giving you my loyalty and my trust, yeah? You cannot, you cannot ghost. Ghosting's not an option no more. Everything is a conversation. If you're not happy, you let me know, I'm not happy with this. Have then you I had that conversation you. with her? Hell no. No, I haven't had it before. I tried to before. Mm -hmm. um, and then she got defensive. Then I, I didn't have that conversation. I was trying to be super supportive. Mm -hmm. Right? But you're not calling me. So then I, I made it a point maybe once every month, like, you know, just to check in, knowing that I'm doing my part. Mm -hmm. So in the future, if this ever comes up, you know it was you. There is no, it was possibly, that. no, it was you. You never contacted me, it was you. I kept on contacting you. You didn't want to, you didn't want to pick up the phone. You know what is nuts, because is she somebody, because again, every, we've been with women who would be amazing wives and amazing mothers, but we may not necessarily want to have kids with them or mm. marry them. Would you have wanted to marry her? Nah. No, not, that's not in my mind. That wasn't in my mind. Cool. And yeah. I think because I almost feel like the only way your dynamic would have could have continued would be if you're now trying to wife her. Because if she was trying to wife her, I would have been like, you know what? Because it seems to me what she needs is a friend who she feels like, you know what? Because in that situation, say, for example, I wanted to wife her, or let's say, oh, I just like her friendship. I like you, look. Let's take sex out of the equation right now. Mm -hmm. You just need someone to be there for you. So either whether it's me going with you to go visit your mum or... Fam, or do you know I offered them things? And I got My shut guy. down. My I was just trying because we have a friendship. I love yeah? that. I, I love the all fact of you those did things. That. I did all of those things. I said, you know what? Let's... I said, is... Because she goes, 
I tried to have a, like a sexual conversation with her. It's months back. And then she goes, John, I'm just not really feeling that right now. I go, you know what? I was like, is, do you just need a friend right now? Because if it's just a friend, we can just cut out the sexual part and let me be a friend to you because I am your friend. Mm. First and foremost, cool. Still air. Still not respecting that. But anyway, I'm going to get off that situation because we've got time constraint. Um, I just want to, do we have enough time to go into one more? We do. Okay. So, never date the DJ. <laughs> Bro, this is another one, another one, right? So basically, again, so I was with uh, Lighty for Wifey, mm-hmm. yeah? Uh, we went to uh, one of my drinking establishments, like my local in uh, the Blick, in the Blick Lane area, right? Blick Lane, Racist. Yeah. In the Brick Lane area. Um, Just for those who've never listened to the podcast before, we're both black, so. Um, it's not actually... Racist. So we went there. I'm, I'm getting my groove on. The DJ's playing tunes. Now, the manager of this bar, my homie, yeah, shout out to Maria. Um, she, She's like, oh, have you seen the DJ? I'm not really paying attention to what the DJ looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, oh, she's beautiful. She's a model and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I look and I'm like, yeah, um, Slim-esque thing. That's all I can see. And then, like, now... Lightly for wife is gassing over the DJ, but her DJ skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, she's amazing, all of that, right, man? And now, because two women that are important to me are now gassing over this woman, I'm really now don't want, I'm not giving her no love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the night finishes, me and um, Lighty's walking down the road, and then the DJ walks past. And I remember thinking, oh, God, blimey, you're tall. Yeah, because um, <laughs> she had some heels on, yeah? yeah. And then my my lighty ran after her, and I was like, "Oh, what is?" And she was like, she went in to get like information to go when she's DJing. Mm-hmm. So that even made me a little bit vexed. I was like, "Why are you begging for like, girl? Stop it!" Nah, it's anyway. way worse if it's a male DJ, yeah. male artist. <laughs> that is like, yo, off yeah. the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next time I'm in back in my local, this is maybe a month later. Um, DJ's DJ, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I can't knock this girl's DJ skills. This girl's DJ skills is levels, mm-hmm. right? And then one of one of my regions happens to know her, mm-hmm. yeah? Because she's friends with one of his best friends, right? Okay. So now we're all vibes in, in the place. It's, it's, it's good times. Mm-hmm. Um, then I see a ting in the bar. So I start chirping the team. All my bridges have gone. Everyone's gone. But, you know, I've got that VIP access to the bar. So I'm there when people are leaving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm still getting to finish off my chirps. So my bridges are like, oh, it's John Chirpsing again. I went for them left. Right. I said, I'll call you, man. So now everyone's left me. Mm-hmm. So then I get onto Shoreditch. I'm outside Ace Hotel. I'm looking for my bridges. Can't see them. Like, sorry, I get to Ace Hotel. And then I see the DJ girl with mm-hmm. some of the girls that she's with. And she's like, oh, hey. I was like, oh, okay, all right, cool. She, you remember me, too. right? You know what I'm like, She's like, yeah, come in. I was like, she's like, I was like, nice set, blah 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 blah. And then she goes, oh, we're going to after party. You should come. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, huh? <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> Do you want my dick in your vagina immediately? What? Like, That's just me. This is me. I don't understand friendships. Like you know, I don't do friends. Like, sidebar. Sidebar. Whenever a girl initiates any type of meet-up, <laughs> any type of conversation or whatnot, you should assume you might have a chance. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed. It might actually just be friendly, but you might have to assume. If that. a girl so invites me somewhere, I am extreme. She wants to have my babies. End of. Well, um, well, well, <laughs> so anyway, so then I've, I see, my, but my boy Javier appears out of nowhere and then Javier's like oh yeah we're, we're, we're going back to my place so I looked I was like this house party is my bridges yard yeah right? I was like fine anyway so we go back it's me my friend Javier another one of my bridges hmm. and then her one of a dude yeah and mm. yeah and a dude so, yeah, yeah so sorry there's four Four of us on my side, it's her and a dude. Yeah? Yeah. 
Now, I don't know. It's, it's another brother. I'm thinking that he's flexing on that, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we're in the yard. And then I noticed... So, I thought she was skinny, skinny, mm-hmm. yeah? Then I saw she was wearing, like, cycle shorts. And I saw a bit of turkey fight. And it was at that moment I was like, yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. And then we engaged. As soon as I knew she had turkey fight, I was like, we engaged in the conversation. It was nice. And at that moment, I was like, oh, damn, it's a bit of a shame. I think this dude's trying to bang her. Mm. Anyway, so night ended. Sent. Uh, um, I had an Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I sent her Instagram the next day. And I was like, yo, nice um, meeting. N- nice meeting you, six set whatever. And then we had a common joke. Mm-hmm. It was like an EastEnders joke. It was some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I made a joke. And then she replied back to me. And then it basically cut a long story short. It ended up in us meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went on a date. We went on that first date, bro. Different levels. Different mm-hmm. levels. When I mean the chemistry, dumb. Okay. Dumb. Before, sorry, before the meetup, sorry, we had a five-hour phone call conversation. And that was it. And then we were we were sprung on each other at that moment, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then we had to meet up. Bro, I'm telling you to this day, I have never enjoyed kissing in my whole entire life. And I didn't know what kissing was until I kissed this girl. <laughs> I'm being serious, bro. It was a different experience. Mm. A different experience. How can I go back to regular crackers? When man has had Ritz now. Like, it's bad. <laughs> so, she's like, oh. She said, we're not banging. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, funny when they say that. I like it because I don't bang. So, she's thinking, in her mind, I know what she's thinking. She's thinking, oh, he ain't going to be able to control himself. We go back to her, yeah, guess what? She couldn't control herself. I black pace. When, she, is, when someone says that, Assume you're going to. Yeah. The only question is when and how, but just assume. So we didn't bang. She said, I'll respect you for that. Aaron. Car long story short, second time we meet up, um, she was, she, she's going through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Personal stuff I will not go into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, she meets John and she weren't looking for a man. And all of a sudden, I'm the guy. Yeah, oh, you're yeah, amazing. Yeah. I would make you my boyfriend, but where I'm at in my life? I was like, okay, cool. Let's keep it to banging. Mm-hmm. I can compartmentalize yeah. with no hesitation. Yeah. Even though I like you. Mm-hmm. Like, I like this girl, you know. Mm-hmm. But I can still distinguish, you know, the difference, uh, between, the difference between sex and, and, and feelings. I can separate them motherfuckers. Ask me yeah. in a walk Because she now. got Ritz, Ritz crackered lips and skills. Yeah. So I can, I need that mm-hmm. now. So I, as a gentleman, I was like, you know what? I don't want her, I don't want to have sex with her until she's okay with this situation. She's rectified in her head mm-hmm. being a gentleman. I go to a yard. We just like on a, and she said, before I went to a yard, she said, I couldn't stay that night. So that was me further going that she's not on her bank right now. Yeah? Mm. Cool. We get to the yard. We have some drinks, whatever. Cut long story short. We start doing the thing, whatever. Bang, she wants to bang. And then I tell her, I don't think it's wise right now. Um, bro, when I told you that was it, that caused a major issue. Blood, even major. For those of you who you can't, of course, see this, even my face was like, like exploding. My head exploded. No, because I'm trying to be nice to the girl. I'm trying to be nice to the situation. She's going through issues in her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she doesn't know how I fit in her life. And sex can blur those lines, especially when you're sensitive to certain things. So I'm just trying to be nice. I think that's actually quite, quite, I should be giving a round of applause. But you anyway, that so- made a beef. Like she felt not wanted. She was like, I don't understand this. Anyway, we didn't speak for a little bit. Then we slowly started speaking again. Cut a long story short again. Um, I went de- I went to see her DJ. Um, anyway, cut a long story, I banged her. The third time, okay. I, went to the, uh, I did it. Uh, you know, 
performed adequately. Yeah, everything was all right. Okay. Yeah? And basically, what happens every time I meet her, mm-hmm. in the moment, this girl's in love with me. The moment she leaves me, the world creeps back in, and then she goes funny every single time. And mm-hmm. we address this. We address this every single time. And she goes, I know. But once I banged her, it was the first time we left her yard together, she was still in the moment. Mm. So I thought, oh, we've made progress. My dick has worked wonders. Yeah? <laughs> I thought we really made progress. Okay, okay. And then she told me that she's going to move back up north. Right? Uh, but she's still going to be coming down because she wanted to be with her family because she's going through some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, respect to that. Um, then I went to Thailand. Mm-hmm. Right? I went to Thailand and I said to her, do you know what? It's cool. I'll come and visit you. Like, once a month I'll come up just to check on you because mm-hmm. I'm friendly with, whether I'm banging you or it's a relationship, I like to have a friendship throughout all of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a genuine amount of care that I have for you. So we agreed upon me coming once a month. She's like, you don't have to do that. I was like, no, of course I'm going to do that. You're my brethren. Yeah? Mm. Cool. I went to Thailand now. And in Thailand, um, I call her up. And then she goes, John, I'm definitely going up north. I was like, cool, where, where, where? I was like, it'd be nice to meet you before you go. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, don't worry anyway. I'm going to see you once a month anyway. She's like, um... No, you don't have to come. You don't have to come. I was like, no, I said I was going to come. She's like, no, no, actually done, done her. So basically she said, she we we agreed upon at the end of the conversation, all right, just come one, it's in October and then just leave the rest. That pissed me off. But you know what? I was like, cool. John, don't get emotional over it. So you know what I did? I didn't get emotional over it. Mm-hmm. When I then come back to London, there was a, like a week, like a week and a half gap before she was moving back up north. Now, we had that connection. We said we we're going to meet each other. Then basically, cut a long story short, again, she found we didn't meet up. And that was very annoying. She didn't even call me when I came back off holiday. When she came back off holiday, I called her and made sure she was all mm. right. She didn't do the same for me, right? Which pissed me off, but it's okay. But what really pissed me off is that we didn't meet up before she went. Mm-hmm. That's not acceptable. Because if you knew the... Com- I told you we had a five-hour phone call conversation, bro. Once you're having that with girls, you know what time it is. This is not just a, you know what I mean, one of them situations. Now, she then moves... Yeah, no, 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 no. She, yeah. So once she... she's we, we, she, We're not meeting up mm-hmm. before she goes back up north. I'm vexed now. I'm like, fam, I call her up. I was like, well, go on. Mm. No, actually, I've got the story wrong. I call her up, not looking for confrontation, but looking to find out a solution before the confrontation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, anyway, don't worry. Doesn't matter if we can't meet up. Um, I'll see you up north in October. She's like, um, why? I didn't say that we're gonna meet, bro. That was it. You know what? Yeah, I was done. And I told, I was like, excuse me. Are you serious right now? She goes, no, no, I never agreed to. I was like, I spoke to you in Thailand. Yeah. And we agreed. I was supposed to come once a month at the beginning. And then it turned out to just October. Now you're telling me that we didn't have this conversation. Bro. I was like, fuck off. Hanged up the phone. My brother. I was like, you're not going to turn me. You, look, you're not going to turn me into a liar. Every, You know what the com. I'm sick and tired of people trying to make me out to be stuff that I'm not because I'm real. Yeah. So like I tell my win stories, I tell my lose stories. People only tell their wins. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, you know I tell my wins and my losses. And yeah? the thing is, is yeah, L's in life. Some of my funniest stories with girls have been when I've taken a complete huge L. Mm-hmm. My funniest life stories have been when I felt. And you are one of the guys when it comes to speaking on the whole thing. To be honest, my brother, and you know what's nuts is... It's the same response. This is the game plan. Because you know what? Because you know what? Because point number one, the second a girl says you don't have to, don't do it. Bro. Point in everything. Thank me later. Guys, if you're listening, 
And the second a girl I'm says have to, you don't have to do it, listen to you, bro. Don't do it. Literally, because the reason why, and it's mad because you think to some degree the whole idea of doing something, even though I don't have to, is some type of chivalry, something we should be given kudos for, and brownie points. But from the time you said, oh, I'll come visit you, and it goes back to, it's a weird one, because especially going back, because I can understand when you said don't date the DJ, because DJs or any women that is around a lot of men or a lot of different types of men in different circumstances your level of compatibility or your level of attractiveness to needs to be high to sustain those people who would come and try to chat to her. And the same for you, the same reason why a lot of women might feel insecure about dating, with a, dating a guy who has a lot of different options in life because of his own job or career. So, and the, and the worst part about it, and I know this because I've worked a lot in music, you can have an amazing studio session with someone. You can feel like you are soulmates or at least mus- musical soulmates. That person will speak to you like, forget us putting this on the album. This is going to be the single. This is going to make us go top or whatever. And quite literally, the next studio session they're in with somebody else could be tomorrow, could be the next week. Those They will feel exactly the same way and the tune you worked on all of a sudden isn't that big of a deal no more. And it's almost like people are actively displaced where that's how the person might feel in the moment, but they just meet someone. Going back to what Kim said, you can just meet someone who completely displaces a lot. And it goes back to as well, when you have so many options, you can meet a lot of people who tick similar boxes. Because for all we know, the per- you like the same boxes you ticked, another dude might have ticked, they just happen to live up north. And you know what it goes, and this might be a deeper point as well, where I'm not entirely sure if men should even chase women, and if so, by how much. I feel like it's a percentage. I feel like the more attractive a woman is, or actually, no, no, the more options a woman has, the less turned on she is by being chased. And I say that from observations where I feel like most of the time when a woman's been attracted to me has been when she's done the majority of the work. And then as a mom, because I'm naturally caring, I would like to put in a lot. So I'm someone who recognises when someone does something and I'm prepared to do the same. And I've noticed, maybe more this is a Western thing, I don't know, but... I've noticed that when I've put in a lot and I've shown that I've cared, it it seems to kind of weaken the dynamic of the relationship. Now, I'm not saying us men should have it so women do all of the work, but I just feel like, for example, I, it's weird because I say that to say, the, I've been in a similar situation where I've been prepared to... The situation might be less flexible and I'm prepared to make it work by, you know, I'll do this, I'll do that. And I always feel like the person <coughs> who I might have lost that girl to is probably, like, is probably the other way around where he's like, oh, I'm still in London. Right? And then she's like, no, I will come down to London more often to mm-hmm. come see you. So in my mind, I'm thinking, where is she in this in this interaction yeah. even speaking about no I'm gonna make sure when I come to London I let you know every time I am coming to London mm-hmm. rather than you going so the first so when I'm hearing all this and then I hear the, f- the first time you don't have to and he mentioned he was in Thailand no, you talk about no 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 I'm going to da, 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 da. I already saw alarm bells because from my own personal experience mm-hmm. whenever a girl's told me she's not like oh you shouldn't have but you can tell in her face she's really happy you did she's like no no you don't have to you know you're um, right bro Someone tells you something, you better believe them. And, ah, oh, bro, the fact is, I don't like her line and I don't like people trying to make me look crazy. That's what I'm saying. I'm so honest with myself. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to say before. Like, she, again, she tried to paint out that I overthink, I'm too emotional with this. 
I'm the one when she said, oh, you're too emotional with this. Like, I, she was trying to paint out that I was really trying to be your boyfriend. Then I said, I'll just be, I'll just, I'll just bang. I'm happy banging. She couldn't understand that, how I could switch like that. Mm. The moment I said, oh, I can just bang, she then tried to continue see when any, there was a bit of friction. It's like, yeah, but I didn't say I wanted to be your girl. When I never mentioned anything about girlfriend, you know? You know what's funny, right? It's an, it's an interesting it's point. Because, like, it's an interesting point. We can almost do, like, a five-hour podcast yeah. on this conversation alone. But the thing is, is that it's based on what she feels. So, because she probably feels... Even the conversation and where you're speaking, and I've noticed this pattern as well, so as brother to mm. brother, I'm speaking on this point where I can understand if girls you're doing a casual thing, casual thing with might sense mm-hmm. you might want more because I've had similar issues. Say, for example, something as frivolous. I love cuddling. I just do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I'm not one of them two. I'm not one of them dudes where as soon as we finish beating, mm-hmm. I'm quick to just get up. Mm-hmm. I will literally lie down and just talk because I'm that way inclined. Doesn't mean I want to do any, like, anything serious. So, and it goes back to, you know how politicians where a lot of their actions, maybe too much so, mm-hmm. a lot of their actions is based on bearing in mind how their actions could be interpreted yeah. and as a result, doing different things. So even a pattern of speaking to someone every day, mm-hmm. that's relationship behaviour, for example. Um, even being annoyed, because that's the thing as well, because it's a conversation of, if you're doing something casual, what are the parameters? Because I would argue there wasn't too much of a difference emotionally or pattern of behaviour wise towards relationship and something casual because something casual would be to a lot of people be like just call me when you call me if you don't call me that's fine so a lot of times like if someone says oh a poly- like, so I couldn't make it I'm like oh cool fair enough I most of the time when I've got a girl who's been really into me that would be my response she's like oh so I couldn't ah, that's cool the times when I've had issues when I'm there like how come you didn't call me I need to know the full reason why that's me I'm speaking mm. about and it's just, it's mad because I felt, I feel like as us, as us men, we, we get punished for caring sometimes, you know? Oh. Not even sometimes. Brother, like, don't even get, get me started. You're actually... We get punished for caring, bro. And the, 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 re, the brutal reality is, and the thing is, is like, you know how to play this. And let's be, let's keep it real. Me, I've been around so many people in my life who have shown me what the game is and how to play it. And the thing about the game is, for me, I don't like getting with a girl and I don't like feeling I got a girl because I knew how to play the game. Mm-hmm. For me, especially when you get older, the game is, isn't really about playing the rules. It's about being yourself but understanding how the game works so you can use it to better yourself Mm -hmm. so that you're not necessarily putting on a performance. Mm -hmm. And the reality is you care with people you really care about. And for me, it's just about finding someone who appreciates that. And it's just about getting better at realising, you know what, you just don't appreciate it from me. (coughs) The reality, And another dark part of the game is you could be given every, you could be given a girl everything she wants. She just doesn't want it from you, though. Oh yes, one hundred percent. That's absolutely. You know all of these factors. I know these things, and I say these things. This is why I'm so easily I can flip between loving you one day and just giving you my dick the next day. But these people who are claiming that they can do these things can't do these things and then make me sound like I'm the crazy bad guy. Yeah. And it it goes back to, and this is a lesson to everyone, which is, and it's hard because we often, they say, when you really like someone, all the red flags just look like flags. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and the women, I like that. That's the truth. And the reality is, we as a human, like as a, as let's say guys now, we need to get better at just reading the first red flag. Because oftentimes we might know it's the flag, but like, oh, you know, we can push through just in case and blah, blah, blah. And you, and that's the thing, because I feel like with a lot of the girls you've dealt with, I feel like the only way you can get through that barrier is 
if you really wanted to be in a relationship with her now. Mm-hmm. There's no long thing like, no, no, no. Because the actions you've been mentioning, you mentioned you, you were prepared to do, that stuff was that, I want to be in a relationship now with this person. And I would argue the whole casual thing is based on two people both discovering whether they would want to do something serious. And whenever that moment hits where this is not something I want to do something serious with that person, I feel like from a woman's perspective, she'd be like, why waste my time then? Mm-hmm. If this is not someone that I think I could, why waste my time? Whereas us guys, we're more comfortable to be like, yo, I know from drip, this is not what I want to spend the rest of my life with, but I want to ride this train until the wheels, wheels fall yeah. off. Whereas from a woman's perspective, especially if she's our age as well, because social pressures might have her in a place where she's thinking about mm-hmm. that. Even just the family thing, when you're going through stuff, I think it can put things in perspective. But I will say on a side note, maybe not necessarily a side note, it could literally just be a bad time for her. And it might no, be it's one of those... Not, it, it, no, it, it is a bad time. I told you, she's going through a lot of stuff, like major stuff, you know, but still, I ain't trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that. I, Don't I, try and make me look mad. The whole thing that pissed me off in the situation... Last one was the loyalty. Lighty for wifey was the loyalty. This one is, you tried to make me look like I was the bad guy and you called me a liar. You know what it is, right? And the fundamental thing behind this, I think, is lowering expectations. Low from the time... And the thing is, is that one thing I've appreciated in life is, I don't think the one, just because there's the one doesn't mean there's only one person you would feel this way for. Facts. I think the biggest thing is there's many women that I could have easily settled down with, but it was like, if there was three components of what I think would be a successful relationship marriage is emotional connection, attraction, stroke, chemistry, and logistics. And logistics is not just about physical, it's about mental as mm. well. Like, do you have complementary circles of friends? Mm. Like, if I'm someone that I'm on a righteous thing, all my boys are righteous, all my peoples are righteous, and you're, a lot of your friends are slaggish mm. or whatever, that logistics is a clash. Um, so all of those components means that that's for what brings us success. There's so many women I've come across where their chemistry was beautiful. The, the connection was amazing. But the logistics, whether from her perspective or mine, didn't mesh. And I think as well, so as a result, I feel like if you're prepared to put yourself out there and get better in tune with what you truly want, I think you've got to find quite a lot of near misses and then you've got to find the one where it all sinks, where they're in a good place for you. Like, they're in a good place but you're also in a good place. I'm just trying to get some titties and ass for me. You know what I'm going to nah, do? Nah, bro. The I, way I'm you're like, talking, you're bro, not. Nah, bro. You're looking, bro. Nah, listen, listen. I'm out here in these streets. That's a fact. There are more stories to come. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, maybe, before I wrap this up, maybe I should just get back with my ex. She's like, you know, <laughs> I really should. She's such a nice person. We still talk to this day. And that, if she lived in London, we would have already had kids and got married, but that's a whole other story. But, um, but that's, and this is um, the thing, yeah, because, and again, we, I swear that we could do a two-hour podcast and <laughs> this alone. Listen, and that's the thing, because that's a deep question of what are you prepared to trade and trade off mm-hmm. for somebody? Because for again, sure. and that's the thing, because and at what, what level? If mm-hmm. put for numbers, let's put, for, to, for the sake of being frivolous or to, to bring clarity, let's put numbers on it. If someone's, what's the minimum percentage of what you're looking for from a woman? Should you then, then should you then be prepared to bend over backwards if logistics ain't right? Is it 80, 90? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I really don't know. That's a tough one. That's something I have to think. Because I've been in that situation and I don't know what percentage. It was just a fact that, as I mentioned in the last one, just I, when, when distance is there and then there are issues, when that person's not there and you can't go... You can't, it's almost like you're sleeping on the situation angry. Nothing really gets resolved. Yeah. You can't really get a gauge of that person's energy properly. So then, you know. And you know what, yeah, I think, and because I don't go out that much like that, Mm. I feel like I can have more of an idealistic perspective. But my thing, one of the fundamental things I'm looking for, because I'm looking to settle down, let's keep it a buck. My biggest thing is, if you're, um, we're talking about family, if you're prepared to choose us 
over yourself, I will do my damnedest to make sure you never have to make that choice. Because if, if I feel like, say for example, the case of your girl, um, or anyone that's overseas, let's say I knew I'll talk to someone in America. If I knew she was prepared to come to London for me, I will go to America tomorrow, Blen. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I don't even know I'm going to like it, but I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. With, I'm going to make sure you don't even have to make that choice. Mm-hmm. But if I'm prepared to do that, but I don't get the sense, you're not, pre- you, I don't get the sense, you what, you would have been prepared to come to London. I think it creates an yeah. imbalance. So now exactly. I'm doing things that you yourself wouldn't be prepared to do. Mm-hmm. So we have an issue in a relationship. Yeah. And I feel like it should be the one relationship I'm looking for. Yeah. It should be that. Mm-hmm. So in terms of family life, if you're not prepared to choose me and the kids, same way, if I'm not prepared to choose you and the kids, mm-hmm. I think we have an issue. So even with what I'm doing, even the life I'm trying to build, it gives me a better sense of what I'm looking for. Fast forward to December this year, I could be like, yo, John, I'll chat shit in January. But this is what I truly believe. Yeah. And it's now a case of, wow, the person I'm looking for is going to be more of a challenge to find than what everyone else is looking for. Therefore, how much do I want it and how much am I prepared to reassess my lifestyle yeah to even increase like if i'm looking the type of girl i'm looking around i'm looking for will have options the girl that i'm looking for i can't get from staying at home yeah so i'm not i'm not prepared to jump on dating forums i can't even do tinder black like, i'm just gonna get catfish <laughs> bro like, dad you know the ones dad we're gonna do an episode on dating apps might actually do that the next episode we'll get there yeah. but i need to wrap this up um uh, Socials, oh, yeah, it is at Emilio. That's E double M I double L I O underscore. I'm on Instagram. I have. I'm on Twitter, but who really uses Twitter? No more? I, mean, I feel like I use Twitter more to read than to that tweet. Um, you know the you know the Instagram people. It's J O O G underscore London on Instagram, and that's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. like, subscribe. Follow. We are on Spotify, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to O for making that happen. Um, yeah. Um, this has been fun. Uh, another episode in the can. I had fun today, bro. I, honestly, best podcast. Mm-hmm. We, best podcast we've mm-hmm. ever done. Um, also, just to let you know, we should be on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts as mm. well as Google Podcasts. Oh, I like that. So the same way we like we uploaded it, yeah. it should trickle into those things as well. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So we everywhere, baby. <laughs> okay, just our opinion, guys. Peace. Yeah, yeah.